This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Great speed at third with Slater. To 95.7 The Game. Hour number two, John Dickinson and Kyle Madsen, Dwayne Kuyper on the call on NBC Sports Bay Area last night. A thrilling win for the San Francisco Giants out of nowhere. Six in the ninth, three home runs. You got Bart going deep, Ruff goes deep, and then Mike Yastrzemski with the walk-off grand slam. So six in the ninth for the Giants. From 5-2 down, Kyle Madsen, to uh, an 8-5 win for the Giants over the Milwaukee Brewers to maintain being within a game of the final wild card in the NL. Yastrzemski hit that ball so hard. Like, when it came off his bat, I went, oh, that'll score him. And then it was like, oh, that might get in the gap. And then it just kept carrying. <laughs> he, it is, It's super impressive that that ball got out. Just no doubt. Speaking and specifically about about the Yastrzemski angle of that, he hit the he hit the heck out of that. He did, and and look, I mean, a week ago he was in an eight for seventy one, and so he's come out of it a, a little bit over no, the course of the last, last night, yeah. few games, and and you know to see him get that hit against a lefty, and and you know a lefty is as dominant as as Hater can be. You know, Hater's been struggling lately. He gave up a three run jack on Wednesday. Uh, when they lost in, in Minnesota, and and so he's he's not the same guy right now, and clearly didn't have it last night. But uh, who cares <laughs> if you're the Giants? I mean, you need to take advantage of it right now, and then you know figure out a way to to hopefully turn it into something because that's been the thing for the Giants. And we're talking a lot of Giants here off the off the top of the show at eight 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 nine five seven nine five seven zero. Also, some breaking MLB news this morning that that we're talking to. We'll, so, so we'll set all of this up. As far as the Giants in the short term, they are a game out of the final wild card, and they are holding on, I think, over the course of the last week and a half, Kyle. Some some heroics, some 2021 vibes. Uh, I think you can single out four games, finale in Arizona, the game a week ago in, in San Diego that Wilmer Flores hits the home run as, as Radon dominates. They're down 3 nothing in the seventh of the Diamondbacks. 
in the series finale on on Wednesday afternoon over at at Third and King, and then last night uh, extra inning loss in between there to the Brewers, but but they're doing enough to hang on right now. Yeah, I mean they are, but again, it comes it, it's exciting at least, and that's what that's I think the most important part. Just when you look at this team this year, it's like man, they're interesting to watch over the last couple weeks. And that is a that is a a substantial improvement over what they were in the month and a half, two months before that. So that's good. They've got the watchability thing down, but then you talk about sustainability. And we saw it last year. You can't it's it's one thing to be able to win games like that because it it means something when you're consistently winning games like that. It means you're you're pitching well to stay in games, you're getting timely hitting, like that kind of stuff matters. But when it comes to when it comes to winning in the postseason and stringing together wins against playoff teams, I I don't know how sustainable that is. Because at some point, like at some point, you want to feel like oh they they're just going to go like with the Yankees. And granted, the Yankees just got through struggling with the Reds, so this is a little bit different. But a team like the Yankees, especially earlier in the year. And the Mets, especially earlier in the year, where they were both dominant. It was like, you just kind of know, like, okay, they're going to win this game. Going into this series, they're going to win two out of three. Or they might sweep this series. Or they're down 5 nothing, but yeah, they, they could make this 10-5 to five real quick. Sure. You don't so much feel that with the Giants. No. Especially, and last year it felt like, I, I, I made the joke uh, last year, the Giants were down like 3 nothing going into the ninth, or going into the bottom of the ninth of a game. And it was like... They're they're down three runs, but it feels like they're up one. Like this, they, it feels like they're going to win regardless. I just don't feel that this year. Like, yeah, the comeback wins are nice, and you string a few of them together, and it's exciting and it's fun. But in terms of sustainability, and in terms of of oh, they're back. Like, I don't think so. I think they're just experiencing the normal ebbs and flows of an MLB season. Well, and I think as much as you know, I, I pointed out the the four big wins. There's also been three other losses, mm-hmm. uh, three of the four losses in in the last ten games. They've they've won six of them, but you know the the game in the series opener against the Brewers. I mean, that's a game where you know last year the Giants would have won late Wednesday. They would have won the game Thursday, and they would have won last night on the yeah. on, on on the grand slam. Yep. Uh, you know, the, the game where Crawford hits into the double play and, and, and people are complaining about whether he was, he was safe or not, you know, regardless of your, your take on that, they would have won that game yep. and they probably would have, and they probably would have won the game the night before Flores <laughs> hit the home run in San Diego that they tied in the ninth inning and then took a walk off L in. So mm-hmm. it, 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 I mean, it, I've somewhat gotten sick of, or at least I've I've said that I've gotten sick of all of the comparisons between twenty two and twenty one. But I, I just think it's it's something that's going to happen for the rest of the year because you look at the types of games that the Giants have played, and they really are. I think aside from maybe the trash defense that they've played for the most part, and that was on display last night. They are very similar to last year. Mm-hmm. They're just not winning like last year's team, Kyle would be 9 and 1 yes. in the last 10 games yeah. and they would have had of the 9 wins 7 of the 9 wins would have been in asininely dramatic fashion <laughs> right like last night like 7 of them like forget about like 4 of them feels like a lot and yeah. like i think sometimes like 
the last like the Giants have had a lot of heroics in the last week mm-hmm. and a half. They really have a lot, but they're it's four and three basically in seven games where there's been heroics either way. Do you win or lose? They're four and three, which is normal. Which to your point is normal. Yes. Last year they would have been six and one or even seven and zero oh in those games. Yeah, and that's why like I I hate saying that last year was an aberration. Or last year was because it, it wasn't yeah. to say it was the a F fluke. Word. The F word. I it, hate that. To, I hate well, that it, word. Right. It's not. It's not a fluke. And I didn't think they were that good. And I hate that word. Right. <laughs> but but it, yeah, I don't because it, they were not. So I don't. I'm not trying to say that. But last year was an aberration. Not because of not because of the 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 talent that was on the field, or not because of because of any. It was just an aberration. And like man. Teams just don't win close games at the rate that they won close games last year. They had a lot of things go their way. And that's fine. Again, it's not a knock, but it's just like you get to 107. You might get, we talked about it. They're like, call it 95. You might get to 95 because they got that awesome Kevin Gosman performance and Brandon Crawford had a career year and was a, was top three in the MVP voting. Uh, they, they had all these, these kind of, peak seasons, these ceiling type of seasons are all these things go right all at one time. And that's how you get to 107. But now this year they're experiencing like, Hey, when you play seven close games, they're good enough to win four, but you're also going to lose three of those because that's how baseball works. Right. And you're not, and you're and at that point, that's not going to be enough for you to be more than maybe about an 85 or an 86 win team tops. Right. right. At some point you need to string together a run of, you know, winning. If you're going to get to 92, 93, 94 wins, you're going to need to put together like, Hey, they won 10 in a row and they won, they won 13 of 15 kind of thing where it's just like, man, they looked really good and dominant in a bunch of those games. And you can't ha- exactly, and you can't have of your of your ten in a row. It can't it can't be eight of the ten or like last night miracles, right? And 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 so that that is the part that I think was the most unrepeatable. And it's an obvious point, but I do think you know it it, it does bear repeating throughout the course of of this thing as as we kind of compare the seasons a little bit. But it's it's can you win today six to two? And then and then went tomorrow four to one and just yeah. have it you know what yeah you get some big hits and you pitch well and your bullpen comes in you do the job and you know, maybe the Brewers are a little bit broken because they've been hitting the mouth two of their last three games yeah. late mm-hmm. and and maybe they're just kind of dead to the All Star break trying to trying to limp there to reset like yeah. that those are the those are the wins you hope that wins like last night turn into a three or a four game streak and we saw that a lot with the Giants last year it turned into a three or four game streak where it wasn't necessarily the heroics and and so that's the part that the Giants haven't been it it's they win a game like last night and then and then they lose today or or they find themselves in the same position they were in the last two games on Sunday and then maybe they lose because they because they and but that's not abnormal because they won last night and they won Wednesday and they lost Thursday. And it just, you know, oh, two and two in those games. Like they need to figure out ways to win in different fashion. Yes, a thousand percent. And like you said, I, it would go a long way toward because it, it, I last night's win was incredible. They needed it. 
and like I said, for 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 goodness sake, they were fun and interesting to watch. But I do think, like you said, at some point, can they come out today and cement that with a you said six to two, like a five, five yeah, like a five five one win, six two win, where they take the lead early and just coast and just close the door and they were just kind of the better team for nine innings instead of, Hey, they were the better team for, for, for six pitches in the ninth. And those count like those wins count. I'm not trying to take away, but when you're talking long-term, when you're talking, turning a corner and can they get up into that 90, 95 win range, they're going to need to just kind of dominate some games here. Well, one way to do that is go get, Go get uh, Juan Soto. It's yes from, from the yes Nets. like today. Come like, on, get him, get him on the private jet <laughs> and get him there by four fifteen this afternoon. And who cares if you have to give up Marco Luciano, Kyle Harrison, Luis Matos, Will Bednar, Elliot Ramos? Hell, you know what? Throw Corey in there. Maybe Santos, <laughs> uh, Patrick Bailey, uh, Will Wilson. Uh, he's kind of you know triple A injured. Like what? Like. Just throw them all in to bring to bring Juan Soto in, into the equation. Well, why are we talking about that? We're talking about that because Ken Rosenthal of The Athletic, within the last 45 minutes or so, dropped some breaking news. Uh, and he wrote that Soto has rejected a 15-year, $440 million contract offer from the Nationals. Uh, and Rosenthal went on to write and report the proposal – is the third in recent months that uh, did not include any deferred money, which is a, a departure from the team's usual practice, but it's also the third time that he's he's rejected them within these last couple of months. Uh, the offer, under $30 million a year, and again, this would cover ages 24 to 38 seasons because Soto's 23, so we're kind of kicking it around. I mean, Giants fans, desperate for stars, they're not feeling the, the the patient process of Farhan Zaidi. Do you have to go get Juan Soto immediately? And uh, Kyle and I are on, on opposite ends of this one. Yeah, I, I just... He doesn't even turn 24 until late October. I mean, this is truly his age 23. Like, that's... Correct. I, I'm... I, I I would understand it if if the Giants made a call... And the Nationals said, we're not doing it for anything less than your five best prospects. And the Giants saying, no thanks. But if they are not at least considering it or at least making that call, what are what are they doing? I, I, it, it's well, not, I think they're again, making the call. Yeah, and this isn't this isn't again, this isn't Aaron Judge, some you know, a 30-year-old who's who's gonna be a free agent that you're gonna have to sign to a huge deal. This is a this is a twenty three year old perennial MVP candidate. This is different. I, he's a terrific young player. I think the Giants are making the call. I think they're going to find out what would it take. I mean, you got to make the. You never know. Maybe it. Maybe it is. And look, I I do think the Giants know because I think all well run franchises know mm -hmm. who the keepers are and who the guys you'd give up. Right. Like not not all five top prospects are guys that an organization believes are going to be superstar right. players. Some of it is poker, right? Some of it is, hey, we, we actually don't really think this guy is going to be 
you know, a, a, a future Hall of Famer, right. but the rest of the league thinks that, and and his talent level projects to to being really good. But this is the guy we'd give up for somebody for somebody really good, and a lot of that is poker between evaluations of of different franchises. Now, I think with everything being so analytically driven over the last you know really couple of decades, but really the last decade, I think everybody's kind of been on the on more on the same page with it. A lot of the times, the teams you're dealing with feel the same way about the, about your players as you do. So it's kind of parsing out what's real and what's not and who can thrive with your particular organization. So this all ends up with him on the Dodgers, right? No, not necessarily. I mean, not necessarily. Okay. So, so let's let I'm, I'm going through the, the, the top farm systems right now. All right. Number one, this is uh this is preseason preseason farm system rankings from MLB. Orioles are number one. I don't see the Orioles doing it because I think the Orioles are in an even different spot than the Giants, where okay. they are a little bit earlier in their in their rebuild. Are the Mariners doing it? Uh, I know they've won what fifteen in a row. I, I think it's twelve in a row. But yeah, they're but like Julio Rodriguez, guy that's lighting it up for them. He's yeah, you're he's not, they're not they're not no. trading. Him. No. no, he's their Soto. Yes, like correct. In their, you know, like in their mind, he's their Soto of 2019. Are the Rays doing it? No, the Rays will fifty well, million doing a year it, for. But here's here's team. the other thing: you're doing it and you're paying them. Like it's not just right. Right, you're giving up five prospects, and that's something that that is a big part of why I'm like, you know what? Let's just slow our roll on this. And and I, to me, the Giants' process, while at times a frustrating watch has not been a complete and utter failure. But but I just want to be clear. We're talking about, and when you bring up the rest of these teams, it's somebody that's going to give up multiple top prospects yep. and you're going to pay him 40 to $50 million a year. Right, and which is why, so all those other teams, so it's it's likely going to be a team that's like, hey, we can unload these prospects, take on this contract, and then compete. And when you look at the 10 top farm systems... They're all losing teams or teams that don't have title aspirations. You know, shout out to the Marlins. But, like, the Marlins aren't trading for Juan Soto, most likely. Ah, you think, I'm, kidding. I, I'm kidding. So They're not. Maybe a team is is dumb, and maybe a team like the Tigers is like, yeah, hey, we're going to pair him with Javi Baez, take all our prospects, here we go, we're going to have Juan Soto for a decade, and they're just going to be mired in mediocrity. But the Dodgers have the number five farm system. Like they, 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 we've seen them do this before where they are ready to contend now, but they also have the prospects to go get and the money to go get a Juan Soto type of player. And maybe the money's running out and maybe there is some limit to what they're willing to spend or what they can spend. But when, when we talk about if you're giving up prospects, you're going to want to make sure that you can compete soon with this guy. I, the the Dodgers are the one team that that jumps out when you're looking at at top farm systems that might have the the um, ammo to go get a Juan Soto. Well, and it's it's I feel like it is an easier move to make when you're already good. And and I know people out there are screaming, you know, JD, what the hell are you talking about? You need to get good if you're the Giants. You're you're not good now. You're sort of miring in in, in mediocrity right now. Although three games over 500, and 
what has been a, a disappointing and at times I think uninspiring, you know, type of a season just in terms of, of how a lot of these games have, have played out. But I think once you to me you can give up some of what you have when you already have something. And and the Giants as far as like a, a foundation at the big league level really don't have one. Like they are they are a completely cobbled together roster. So if you're trading from your farm system right now as you're currently constituted and you're bringing in Juan Soto and you're paying him 45 50 million dollars a year what are you putting around him at that point other than more Tyro Estradas and you know Darren Ruffs and 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 guys like that and and look maybe you're still better for that at that point but it's a it's a more difficult move to make when you're when you're not established yet, and and then it's kind of all right. Now you've got your star, so the expectation is you're gonna be good. And we see this a lot in baseball. I mean, the Phillies have Bryce Harper, yeah. and they're one game better than the Giants. the The Angels have Mike Trout and Shohei Otani, and they are 10, 12 games under five hundred. It, like it's not a guarantee and and how do you shift how you like your whole plan is all of these young guys are going to come up and then you're going to be really good and we're trying not to suck right now and we don't suck right now how do you abandon that plan in the moment and then still and, and then still expect to contend with regularity unless you're just going to go chase the next Juan Soto or whoever the next free agent, which I know a lot of Giants fans would want, but but the Giants are not like if it's Juan Soto for the Giants, that that's probably it as far as the superstars go. But then how are you going to get other good players to where you have something sustainable? In Farhan, we trust. That's how. Well, not if he trades for Juan Soto and, <laughs> and you're a 500 team two years from now. Sure, because you're because because you're fired at that point. Like right. if you're you hitting you're Juan hitting Soto, the accelerate button on contending for a championship if you go get Juan Soto. Uh, and look, I've been I've been pretty patient. Like there there are parts of the Giants thing right now that I hate. There, I do think Farhan's pretty sharp. Mm-hmm. I'm more comfortable than a lot of Giants fans are with the patient approach and and kind of the hey, this isn't that bad. Like every time they lose and it's ugly, it's like you look on social media, which I know is not real, but it's like you think that you think the freaking world is ending, like like because they're just so bad and no direction and they're just and I think I think a lot of that is you know Giants fans, you know they they get a little petulant with with the eye candy and like and like believing that they're entitled to eye candy type players constantly like there's a little there's a little petulance to that there's a little whininess to that i think among a lot of giants fans I, i'm a little more patient in the approach of i can see where farhan's doing i i can't stand the manager but you know what he's done a nice job fine we'll leave that yeah. alone it's like they're part like the farhan component though i see what he's trying to do i don't think it's terrible but if he flips it and completely in the middle of this rebuild completely erases what he's built up in terms of what the future is supposed to be like and you're still media like at that point it's like well you 
better be good. You better be contending for and, and I just don't think they're gonna be that much different with Juan Soto than they are now even though he's a hell of a player, and then they're going to have less of a means to get good. And at that point, Kyle, I'm going to start judging Farhan Zaidi as if that move was a mistake. Counterpoint, they would have Juan Soto. Mm-hmm. And that's exciting. That's it? That's exciting. Well, I'd rather, I'd it's rather, exciting. I'd rather roll out the Darren Ruffs of the world and the Jock Petersons and the Tyro Estradas up against Juan Soto in the three-hole than I would with pick a player who's batting third for the Giants. Well, but then you're going to be perpetually cobbled together, though. Like that, and I and I hear you. I don't even I don't, disagree but I don't with even that. Think it's, I don't think it's perpetually because I'm trusting Farhan Zaidi to build a farm system, which he has over the last couple of Again. years. Again, right? Do that. Yes. Okay, but because, here's the but thing. But he's 23. Like, if it takes Farhan. Five years to get another group of prospects up into the majors. I'm not restarting the clock, though. That's like I'm not restarting the clock. If if just because you get Juan Soto, I'm not restarting the clock on the farm system. You got to be good. In like you go get Juan Soto, you're trying to be good now. So you better. So to me, it you just you're you're almost chasing. And they're pretty. And that's the thing is they're pretty good. It's not like they're below 500. They are. They are. Not to say they're a Juan Soto away from catching the Dodgers, but you'd feel a lot better about their lineup this year if it's if it's Juan Soto. Like I I I hate using two timelines because that's the Warriors thing, but if if you can cobble together a major league roster that makes you competitive with Juan Soto in the middle of the lineup over the next three or four years while the farm system gets revamped, and then in 2020 math, here we go, seven. You mm. you have prospects that are coming up, and now your homegrown guys are joining Juan Soto. After you've, you know you know you've contended for the playoffs and this and that, I I think you can do both. I think both can happen. Boy, eight 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 nine five seven nine five seven zero. We'll we'll tie this conversation off. We are going to get into some Warriors and and definitely some Forty ers between now and one o'clock. I I just man flip it like you start that timeline over. I get and, I get it. I'm, like I'm not like at that point it, and. Well, I'll save it. I'll save it for the other save side of the, for the air because there's been a lot of this <laughs> chatter about, well, hey, where are we in the Farhan Zaidi tenure? And, and, and we're four years in and, you know, no moves. And, no and, move. and it, it, so it. Do we turn into uh, New Yorkers? I, hey, no moves. I'm going to, I'm going to save it. Uh, 888-957-9570. Uh, we'll take a deep breath. We'll come back. And uh, uh, we'll reset everything here on 95.7 The Game. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Now back to 95.7 The Game. John Dickinson, Kyle Madsen, we're with you until 1 o'clock. 888-957-9570. Should the Giants give up every prospect in their system for Juan Soto? That's the question. The entire farm. The entire farm. All top 30 of their prospects go to Washington. (laughs) Juan Soto comes to the Giants. They pay him $500 million over the next maybe 10, 12 years. And everybody goes home happy. I'm I'm, I'm kidding. Uh, Where where were we, Kyle? Where were we before the break? We were getting I, I kinda, to we yeah. were we were getting to where where the Farhan timeline is. When we talk about I, I said blow up the blow up the the process or whatever you want to call it, the plan. I hate that the 76ers, by the way, commandeered the word process. Where now anytime you say process, it goes back to Joel Embiid and and the 76ers. Hate that. Anyways, so so I said blow up the plan for Juan Soto. And I think it's worth questioning, like, okay, where exactly is this plan? And what exactly is being blown up? And you made the point that while it's year four of Farhan, it's really not because there was the weird Bochi year, and then there was the pandemic year, and then they won 107 games, and that was a little strange. But now it feels like they've settled into more of where they should be. They're in the middle of, not in the middle of, but in the in the latter stages of this rebuild where they're contending at the major league level, but the farm t- the farm system is. We're at the point where we're talking about Luciano and Matos and Ramos and Harrison as major league guys over the next season or two. We are, and I think when you look at the the, the Farhan component specifically, Kyle, it's you know the. The first year, yeah, Bochi was part of it because that was going to be his last year. Mm-hmm. But it's also your first year. You're trying to figure out what do you have, what do you like, what do you need to change. Like the first year for any new GM w- with any team is always going to be not necessarily a deconstruction, but a, but a figuring it out phase. And and Farhan had a lot of figuring out to do. I mean, Bochi, I think made made that decision really easy on him because he comes Mm -hmm. out in February before the season starts and spring training and says, deuces. Yeah, I'm out. I'm going to retire. And, you know, I think it's been reported, but, you know, if it, it, Bochy was doing, he's doing him a solid, right? Like I want Farhan to be able to, to be able to do things his way and and not have me hanging, hanging over his head and and to figure out Bumgarner. He got the Bumgarner thing right in, in not paying him. Now you could make the case, he should have traded him, and I think that's fair. And I, I remember, you know, this time three years ago, the Giants were in a hot streak that was ridiculous. I think they went nineteen and five or something. They they got they went from maybe around fifteen under to about five hundred. They were 
in the race. What do you do? It's Bochy's last year. Bumgarner's still around. They kept everybody, kind of stood pat, and then immediately, once things got into August, fell apart, which was probably going to happen anyway. Mm-hmm. Misread, whatever. I mean, again, I'm not – it doesn't matter. Like, it, it was insignificant, and you weren't going to get a lot for Bumgarner anyway. If they'd made that seen... trade, we're not talking about the World Series champion Giants right now. Exactly. And so the point I'm getting at is 19's a wash. 20 becomes a wash because of COVID. Mm-hmm. And you know, I know there are some that are like, oh, they could have made the play. A playoff. They, they were, that, that was not a playoff team in by any stretch of the imagination, nor would they have been had they had to play a full, a full season. So eight teams made it. They were ninth. Five teams should have made it. They weren't sniffing any of the top five. Right. So tw- 20's a wash, though, because of COVID. Wasn't the disaster, though, that, that I thought it had the potential to be after an 8-16 and 16 start. Right. And so, and then last year you went 107. And while I don't think they were 107 win good, I do think they were mid-90s win good. And so yeah. the first year that really Farhan Zaidi had to show something, he showed it. Mm-hmm. And so now we get into this year, and 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 to bring it back to what you were talking about and sort of setting all this up and how it relates to Soto, I get what the plan is. I get that you're trying to not suck and you're trying to rebuild the farm system and you're trying to have a good chunk of that farm system come up and be a couple stars, a couple everyday players, a couple of guys you trade. I, I get the plan at this point, and Farhan has been – patient to the plan and allowed the Giants to to not be terrible while they're executing that plan. I just can't – if you flip it in the middle because you're going to go get Juan Soto, who now, according to Ken Rosenthal, is available because he turned down a massive contract offer, $440 million, reportedly this morning from the Nationals – if you're going to flip that, Kyle, and say, you know what, now now I'm taking a bunch of these prospects away, I'm bringing in Juan Soto, and I'm going to rebuild, and I'm going to rebuild. You, you know, you're trusting Farhan, which I think is the argument you're making, to rebuild it again from there. Like there are some people that are saying this is year four, this thing should be farther along. I'm not one of them, but I'm not giving them another four. <laughs> To sure. start over as if this is 2019 just because you, you go get Juan Soto unless you're really good immediately. because so, so everything you're doing for me, if you go get Juan Soto and you give up a bunch of top prospects, you better be good now. Mm-hmm. And I'm not I, – don't give me three, four years down the line on the farm system. Now, now it's about now – Okay, and I'm holding you to a completely different standard than I would, where I see your patient approach and what you're trying to do with cobbled together teams. Well, and that's why I, I, I guess so. You made the point earlier that the two free agents that Farhan signed this offseason are they're all stars, the two yes. biggest free agents, Jock Peterson and, and Carlos Rodon. And I guess my my point is is I'm not necessarily restarting the clock because I I, I agree with you for the most part, but my argument is you are not only giving him the time to rebuild the farm system, you are putting Juan Soto into the middle of a lineup 
for a uh, a GM or a president of baseball operations, whatever his official title is, for for a front office that has cobbled together a a at least competitive team without Juan Soto in the middle of the lineup. So I'm saying you can trade these prospects, and it's not even going to be all five. It's probably going to be you know two of their top guys, and then and then and then some others. So you could you could still have those guys that are remaining, whether it's Harrison or, or Matos or, or Ramos, whoever it is that gets to stick around. You still have them over the next couple of years. Plus you have Juan Soto. Plus you have a smart GM that's signing guys who make the all-star team. And now I think you can compete at a higher level while you also get that farm system built. And again, in, if it takes another four years for them to get those guys from the farm to the majors, you still have a prime Juan Soto that those guys are joining. So I, I think it's a little bit of a, my, my, my angle on this is, or my argument in this is, is I think they can have their cake and eat it too. Yeah. And, and I think to me, it immediately ramps up. It, it's funny. I think for a lot of people it would be, Hey, you went and got Juan Soto. Awesome. Like you get a bunch of credit for that. Like immediately I, I look at it the opposite way in terms of like, okay, now you better, now you better be good because you're blowing up, you're blowing up the, the, the process at this point sure. in a sense. And so, you know, are you going to, are you going to chase that? Now, I think a lot of Giants fans say, well, chase that with going and, you know, going and getting another star, go get, go get another star, go spend more money. Hey, this, this franchise has the money. I, I think, and look, I don't think the Giants, Kyle, are never going to spend I just think they really want to they they want to they want to raise Azit for now and then eventually have it turn into the Dodgers. Yeah, raise A's. Raise and A's, right? The, raise and A's. Got yeah, it. they want okay. to, they they, they, they they want yeah, they're cobbling together. They're not going to suck. They're redesigning their farm system. The yeah. goal eventually is to be the Dodgers, uh, but it's just for now have a little patience. And I think, look, I get it. A lot of Giants fans are like, wait, this, you know, this is, and I, I hear this. The Giants are, are the ilk of, of the Yankees and the Red Sox and the Dodgers and the Cubs and, and the Cardinals just as a franchise. Mm-hmm. And they haven't always acquitted themselves financially like, you know, the Mets. Mm-hmm. So, so I, I understand, hey, you're a big market franchise you've won some championships recently you know you're 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 an original MLB brand yes like yes act like it yeah like I, I I get that I think Larry Bear and the Giants brass certainly wants to come back to that but they want to do it smartly they want to do it in an orderly fashion and I just think I think they're committed to this process. And yeah, I know every year they're in on this superstar and that superstar, but look, there's there's a reason beyond these players telling them no as to why they're not coming. Like you like finishing in finishing in second for the Giants is an art form. I mean, it really is, and it has been for a long time. <laughs> like this goes back I mean, this goes back 20, 25 years, really since Bonds in a lot of ways. Like they they're pretty good at finishing second. What's, Vladimir Guerrero twenty years ago. I mean, what's funny? What's funny about this? 
because while I while I argue in favor of of the Giants going and and getting Soto, I w- like I said I would not bet money on it happening for a lot a lot of what you just said, but at the same time, it's funny because it feels like if Juan Soto was a free agent, fifteen years and four hundred and forty million sounds like the contract the Giants would offer as they finish in second place. Like that, hey, they made the offer like fifteen and four forty is a tremendous investment, but. He got forty mil a year elsewhere instead of the twenty nine point three. Like that just that feels like that feels like the Giants thing that would happen if this was free agency. Couple of text messages here, Kyle, to get to. Uh four oh eight, the goal is not to be the Dodgers. They haven't won squat lately. <laughs> and again, like it's it's funny. Okay. Fan, fans are gonna fan. I mean, no, you wanna be the Dodgers. A thousand you do want to be You want to be the Dodgers. Yes, you want to win more championships than the Dodgers have, but you want – that's the thing. It's the team-building formula. But A's fans bristle about, oh, Farhan, the A's, and like we don't want to be the A's. The A's didn't win squat in the play. Well, the A's were were talented enough to win about, I don't know, five World Series in the last 20 years. Yeah. They didn't, and there's a reason they didn't, and the revisionist history reason they didn't is Moneyball, and they didn't spend – but, I mean, if you watch those games, I mean, it's a play here and a play there. I mean, I, 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 it's I, running I know, into I, Justin Verlander and it, Derek yeah. Jeter being halfway up the first baseline. And yeah. I mean, there's a lot of Terrence things. Terrence Long yeah, taking a two seam fastball in the inside half. You knew it was coming. It was yeah, Derek I'm Long's not, pitch. Yeah, I'm sorry. And I just, wasn't trying to start a thing. <laughs> I wasn't trying to start fine. a thing. No, for, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. But no, for, I. For, your A's fan heart, but no, it's fine. It hurts a little, but we, we, nevertheless, but the, we. Persist. The point, the point is, like, oh, the A's didn't win squat, and the Giants went and they got this A's guy, and so they're not going to win squat. Like, who cares if they win ninety five games every year? Well, Larry Bear cares because I think he sure. would love that because they weren't doing that even when they were winning championships. Right. Well, and the 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 difference is is the Giant. <laughs> The Giants are willing to spend money to keep players. Like Correct. the A's the A's, let's say the A's have a Luciano in their system. Luciano's gonna come up, he's gonna get really good, and then right before they have to pay him, they're gonna trade him. The Giants are not going to do that. And that's the difference. Well or and, and a what difference. I come What I come back to is the fact that if the Giants end up with their Chapman and their Olsen. They're going to sign him. Like that's the end game in the that, that that's the end game in this. And and look, we don't know until it it happens. But I do think whoever it is, Harrison and Luciano or Matos or you know, who. And look, if none of if if none of these prospects hit, Farhan's done. Like that's like that's mm-hmm. the other part of it. Like if we get to twenty four, and let's say they don't make the playoffs this year, and. And maybe they do next year, but it's kind of similar to this year. And the prospects are starting to come up, and none of them are stars. And mm-hmm. more of the guys that they spent high end draft capital on are not great players. Then he's done. <laughs> yes. Unless he's unless he's able to win at a high level without those guys being contributors, it's over at that yeah. point for him. I mean, the the six, you know. You can say, hey, four years is really two right now, but 
two years from now or two and a half years from now, it's going to be six. Six, six years yeah. is still six. Right. Right. Like we can quibble about it now, but in two years, if because these guys are supposed to be on the way, like you're not kicking that timeline down any further is what I'm getting at. No, for sure. And at some point, like, like we were talking earlier, you said if they make the playoffs this year, it's a successful year and I'll buy that. But at some point, like, like just making the playoffs isn't, isn't going to be good enough. Like this is a team with money to spend. And this is a team with, with, in the last decade has won three titles. Like just making the postseason isn't going to excite anybody anymore at, at some point. And well, that's why, that's what er, you got to make the playoffs. And it doesn't mean you have to win a world series, but you have to make the playoffs and you have to win a series or two and maybe make a world series and show that like, there's some kind of tangible growth happening in the form of success it can't just be like, yeah, hey, they're in the playoffs. They lose in the first round every year because that's what the A's do, and that eventually starts to suck. Right, but most, in reality, most teams have not followed that plight. No, no. Like, I mean, I mean, it's it's I mean, it's funny. I mean, the Rays have made a couple World Series. Mm-hmm. The the Royals made a couple, won one. Like, I, I mean, really, it's I mean, you, the Pirates. I guess didn't you know they they've kind of been that plight like they made a couple wild card games and and Sus- wound up out the twins sustainably making series. the playoffs year over year is really hard and there there aren't a ton of teams who well look I'll say this if the giants make the playoffs this year 86 win wild card team they make it don't win around mm-hmm yeah, they make it like to me that the timeline for you gotta you gotta be more than one and done. That to me is more in line with the young players coming up. Like like if you if right, you right, make, right. like if you don't if you don't win a series if you make the playoffs this year and next year and don't win a round, like is there heat on Farhan because they haven't won a round? I mean, maybe there is, but to me there shouldn't be. No, I think I think at that point though. Because like you said, it comes it comes back to the young players in that farm system contributing at the major league level, right? So if if they are making the playoffs by just cobbling together rosters, but if they make the playoffs in twenty four and Harrison's in the starting rotation and and Luciano and Matos are both are both um starting and in, in twenty four or twenty five and and it's like, okay, now's the time. And they continue to do that. It's like, oh, this just didn't work. Like this isn't that. That's where they start to need to to add a star into the lineup or a star into the rotation. And um, I think they will. Okay. I think they. I think they will at that point, if that makes sense. Like I. Like again, I. I keep coming back to like I wouldn't give up. You know, five pro five top prospects for Soto and pay him fifty million dollars, and unless you're hell bent on you're going to be good immediately and for me the expectations are risen at that point like i'm not accepting 85 86 wins mm-hmm. if you're spending that much on on him and you've given up your farm system like the patience for me at that point is is out the window but i do think the giants are eventually going to spend like that's where i differ like i think there's a lot of giants fans that that say well they're not spending now and that's bs and they're never going to spend and that's the part, like, it's it's 
there's a bunch of different templates here. There's the there's the A's Rays template, which feeds into really the Dodger template, and the Dodger template eventually means you are going to go get your Mookie bets and pay him, and you are going to go right. you know pay a guy like Bauer, although that hasn't worked for for off the field reasons. Like you're gonna you're gonna go get those guys and be in the mix for everybody. You're just not going to be in that category necessarily until maybe 2025, but you're not going to suck between now and 2025 (laughs) either. Right. I'm, I just go back to, I, I just go back with, with, with far. It's, it's, I go back to the Dodger thing and being the Dodgers. And again, that's not being the Dodgers from a success in the World Series standpoint. You obviously want to to win more than you want to have more than one trophy to show for this this decade of being awesome, right? But it's it's really really hard to build a farm system that has star caliber players in it that come up and contribute at the major league level but then also build a farm system that is continually just in the top five where you can unload prospects for Mookie Betts and other guys at the trade deadline, Max Scherzer or whoever, and then continue to have a top five farm system. Like that's really, really hard. And if Farhan's capable of that to bring this back to the Juan Soto thing and tie this all together, if Farhan is capable of that, if Farhan is capable of turning the Giants into the Dodgers, where they are just churning out a top five farm system year after year after year, then go get Soto because that farm system is going to be good again by 2023. Which now puts you on a 24 or 25 timeline instead of a 23 or 24 time. I'm just... I guess I don't have the confidence that that can happen yet because it's they're still in the... Yeah. stockpiling okay. phase. Okay. If that makes sense. No, it does. It does. It, it's I, I mean, mean, it depends. I mean, the it, Dodgers got to a point where they can have these dudes in the minors and and have it's asinine. Seeger and Will Smith and Bueller and Lux and Bellinger and, and all these dudes are on their roster. They trade Verdugo because awesome. he's just extra. Yeah. And he's awesome. And you trade him to get Mookie Betts, who then you pay in kind of a Soto-ish type of a deal, really. Yeah. He's a little older. Yeah. But that's Actually, significantly older. <laughs> but okay, but but that's and and that age part is is I want that to be clear too. The one my my thought on this is derived a lot from the fact that Juan Soto is twenty three and has been dominant in major league baseball for four and a half years. That's the thing that that really jumps out, and and the only reason why I'm willing to 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 consider this. If he was 27 or 28, I'm out. But I just if if you're trusting Farhan, I think I think there's a way to compete and be in the playoffs with Juan Soto while also doing the farm system thing. I think they can have their cake and eat it too. Well, he'd he'd help you this year. I tell you that because none of those other guys are gonna. Are going to be coming up and playing this year, so in the, in the short term, you probably would be better. Uh, but it, it's a matter of how do you cobble the, the rest of it together over over the next couple of years. So it's it's an interesting storyline to to be sure. And I do think the Giants are are going to spend eventually, though. I I don't think 
it's just a matter of when are they going to get to that point. A couple of text messages here to to clean it up. Uh, the six six nine. It would be great if the Giants got Soto, but what about the other eight positions? Fans aren't going to wait for prospects to develop if results don't get better with Soto on the field. I agree with that. Nine two five. This one's funny. I'd rather pay Juan Soto a hundred million a year than pay Belton Crawford thirty million plus. I, I think every team in baseball would. The nine two five. I don't think the Giants have enough high end talent to get a Soto deal done. And then the six five zero. You go get Soto, and then what? You lose your your decent pitchers. You just you know pray for pray for Webb to continue to to dominate. And then look, it, it's about it's about co- compiling a, a a full roster. Yeah, and I think uh, yeah, I, it just. I think Farhan would be able to do that, but I understand if if you're if you're skeptical for sure. Um, and and again, if I'm betting on this, I I don't think that Soto winds up why Soto winds up in a Giants uniform. Well, and and the one way he might, and and this will be the final word on this. We'll switch gears. We'll get into some some Warriors teams. and Niners on the other side. Maybe it doesn't cost you the top five prospects. Maybe it is only two and. And then middling guys, and yeah. you're willing to pay him. Like that is that does change the calculus for me. I just, to me, you'd probably have to give up too much to where it it all in all wouldn't be worth it, and on the right timeline. Good conversation sure. for the last couple hours. We're halfway through here on a Saturday. Eight 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 nine five seven nine five seven zero. A couple of Warriors topics to to get into. Uh, have the summer leaguers been underwhelming? We'll we'll discuss that coming up next. And what happens if Steph Curry demands Kevin Durant be a Golden State Warrior? What do the Warriors do then? It's JD and Kyle, 95-7 the game. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.